0: You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. On today's episode, five things women do when they actually love you. So, how do you know if a woman is really that interested? where she actually loves you. Now, this is not just an episode for you to know, oh, I want to know if a girl likes me, but it's also a way to filter because the five things I'm going to be telling you are things that you should be looking out for. Like a woman should be doing the things that I'm going to be talking about today. And so this is a live that I did on YouTube just uh, yesterday, actually. Um, Yesterday of recording this, when you hear this, it'll be about a week. And I really dive deep into it. I wanted you to hear it, my podcast listeners. As you know, lately, I've been I've been kind of doing the whole put my lives on my podcast thing just because there's no reason why you shouldn't be listening to this. And I know that not everyone on the podcast watches my YouTube lives, but you should come because I answer questions and you're going to hear me answer questions towards the end. So, the first 30, 45 minutes of it are going over material, and then I answer questions from people who join me live, which I I go live on YouTube Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Central, so I'd love to have you there. Now, I know that guys who are you know trying to get to the point where they can actually see if a woman loves them and, and fall in love and have a relationship or just be at a point where they can filter for women to see if they're a good fit. I know a lot of guys struggle to get to that point. We have a coaching program over here that is getting guys insane results. Every day I get I get messages on uh, my project management software where my whole team is because everyone's virtual and my coaches message me every day giving me updates because I always check in how are the clients doing, how are the clients doing, what's the results, what's going on and they are just showing me left and right all the approaches these guys are doing, all the sex these guys are having, all the dates these guys are getting. It's incredible. So if you're struggling, if you feel that you need more help in this area, you want your online dating profile created for you. You want to know how to approach women, talk to women. You want to know exactly what to do to get more women on dates from approaches. We will help you. And for those of you who might be struggling a little bit financially, But you're still making an income and you have a good credit score. We do have a financing program. So we can now help as many guys as we can get our hands on. And I want to help as many guys as possible. So if you are interested in learning more about how you can either get financing for the program or you just want to learn about how the coaching works, we can get you on a free call. We have guys standing by to talk to you all hours of the day from like 6 to 10 p.m. Central. So book a call with us. Let's chat. Let's just see how it goes. Let's see if coaching would be a good fit for you. Go to tripadvicecoaching.com, fill out an application, and then we can get some information on you. And then right after you fill out the application, like seconds later, it takes you to a page where you can book a call with my team and we can chat with you. Again, that's tripadvicecoaching.com. And we're here to help you. And I know that you know, you're here to learn about the five things that women do and they actually love you, but it's good to know that there is help for you to even get to that point where, like I said, you can start filtering. So Let's get into it. Here is my live that I did just last night, just last week, if you're listening to this on the day it's been released. Enjoy and take some notes. We're talking about how do you know When a woman actually loves you, we can even maybe say, actually likes you too. But this is a little bit different. This is like taking it to that next level of this girl really, really likes you, is falling in love with you. So I'm gonna be giving you some signs today. Now, why am I able to speak to this? I don't really answer that question too often. But I I think it it is appropriate to answer this today. And the reason why is because how many times does your average guy actually have a woman that he says, I love you to, or a woman says, I love you to him? My guess is in in an average man's lifetime, one or two. Now, I'm not saying this to show off, but I've had this happen at this point, maybe four or five times. I've been in many relationships before. So, I understand what it looks like to have a woman fall in love with you and understand how to look out for that. Also, what's really important is that, you know, sometimes a woman might say, I love you, and it's not actually real love. And so, I want to help you today decipher between does this woman actually love you for real or is she just saying I love you and it's important to understand the difference between those two because then you can know if this is a woman that you should really be with now if you listen to and read a lot of red pill material, be careful uh, a lot of a lot of uh, information you're gonna read there is and, and here there is women don't ever have no capabilities of, of loving a man. They'll never love the man. They'll only love what he can provide. And I do think that is, that is, that can be true for, for a lot of women, but I've also been in love many times. And I've had women in love with me and it, it and I know this is, is, anecdotal, but still I think anecdotal evidence is, is it can be very powerful. And I haven't really seen that as much. I I do believe that a woman can love you for more than what you can provide. Now, if you can't provide a good life for her and she's with a guy who's going nowhere in his life, well, then, yeah, she's not going to be attracted to you. She's not going to fall in love with that person. Just like the things that make you attracted to a woman, if she doesn't have those things, you're not going to have the capabilities to fall in love either. So it's like there needs to be this like default okay? There's default of how you can uh, be your most attractive self, right? And so then there's the foundation for love to happen. Or else people would be just be falling in love left and right. But that doesn't happen. Real actual love takes several, several months. And if you think you love someone, and by the way, I've been through it. I've dated women for Anywhere from one date all the way to I've been in multi-year relationships. So I know the difference between love and infatuation. And as, and as, as I grow in my relationship, I'm starting to see how love can start to evolve. Because I don't think that love ever stays the same from the moment you meet a woman all the way to, who knows, married 40, 50 years. And I can't speak to that, but I do know that there is an evolution that happens. And maybe you guys know that. I'm sure there's people who here who, who are watching who have been divorced, who have been with a woman for 20 years, and it can evolve. And can Unfortunately, it can involve the poor way, and it can go to no more love, and that can end, or it can love and become this kind of Deeper, almost respect and admiration for the person you're with, maybe. Right? Um, infatuation lasts about about twelve to eighteen months. I don't have stats on um on what I'm about to say, but I, I guarantee you, there's a stat out there that says that breakups happen, or most breakups happen. Again, this is pre-marriage, like when you have a girlfriend, the breakup that happens the most is probably around six months and 18 months. I I guarantee it. I bet you there's a stat out there that says most people break up at six and 18. Now, of course, I bet you a lot of people break up between six and 18 months. Because that's just obvious, right? Not a lot of relationships necessarily last past that. But really, there's a nice spike there. I've seen it. I've experienced it. I've also experienced when, when infatuation dies. I've been through it about five times. And I've seen, there's like the chemical drop-off. You start to look at your person differently. And here's what's interesting is, you may actually start to not like them anymore. Like the infatuation just kind of like falls off a cliff and it's done. And then you're like, oh, there was nothing that special about this person. And then you either break up or who knows, the relationship just starts to die. I'm in a relationship right now where the infatuation, because I'm still human, right? So there's no exceptions for me. Where it, it, it started to fall off, right? 18 months in. That like, whoa, that crazy love chemical. But then there's this other feeling there that starts to last longer than that, which is this kind of like truer definition of if you want to say love. Um, love is such a vague term. It's like, what does that even really mean? But um, yeah, so yeah, guys, really interesting, right? Devolve. Good, good. Thank you. Thanks, Sean. Sean. Yeah. Devolve. That's a better, that's a better term there. Um, So let's go over some of these things that women do when they actually love you. That's what we're talking about today, right? Is that what, what can you see here in terms of, okay, wow, this woman, this woman loves me. This woman respects me. This woman gets it. Now I think that there's potentially even more than these things. But when I'm making content, I do like a little bit of a best of. And I think that this is kind of like a best of. Like, yeah, there might be other things in here. But I also think that even with what I'm about to tell you today, I do believe that most things might fall under the categories of what I'm talking about here. Okay? So why don't we dive in? So the first thing hold on my notes here, is, this is in no specific order, they become interested in your well-being. So when a woman really becomes interested in your well-being, how you're feeling, how you're doing, there's verbal and physical signs of this. Verbal can just be her asking you, how are you? I remember I was in a relationship Where I I don't, I can't even remember a time when she said, How are you? How are you doing? It was really mostly about her. So I could tell that's just one sign. Okay, this girl, she doesn't really care. She doesn't care about my life, what's going on, and if I'm doing well. And let, let me be clear here we don't need that. Okay. I want to be very clear. There's some things that what's going to happen here is we don't need, I don't want you to be needing this. From a from a woman. It's more like, oh wow, this woman really loves me. Right? So let me explain the difference between, you know, understand the idea of, of, of whether you need this or not. It's like you don't need anyone to ask you that for you to have a great life. You can have a great life, and if no one ever asks you how you are, your life can still be great. But when she does that. It's like all right something about this woman sees something in me that wants me to be well and actually cares and you know what that feeling is like I'd imagine we do feel that way for our family members we feel that way for friends you actually care you want to know like how are they? how are they doing what's going on you wish them well you want them to have uh, a great well-being. Um, that I'm going to interrupt a great question came in. Why do you care if she loves you? Yeah, I'll tell you why you should care. Uh, and I should have started that this way. So I'm glad you asked. Um, someone said humans need love. You know, I just think if we get down to brass taxes, you want a woman to love you because then you know, you have a good partner. You have a partner who's going to stick around, who's going to be by your side. And let me finish, kind of some of these, even because you'll understand, Cass, as you as you hear me say some of these things, that you'll kind of understand. Oh, okay, like I get it. You know, it's like it's not just looking out for reasons why she loves you, so your ego can be filled of oh, someone loves me, but more just you know you have a good partner, you know you're with someone who's a good catch who's going to do good things for you. So it's kind of like both of these things. That's the idea of oh, great, this person loves me. And they're doing the things that are going to be good for this relationship. Okay, let's continue. So they become uh, they become interested in your well-being. So verbally asking how you are, what's going on with you. And then also, you know, taking care of you. Like when you're sick, like seriously, it's, you know, I don't get sick too often. I don't. Knock on wood. But, you know, when it does happen, and you don't have a partner, it sucks. It's a lot harder. You have someone there who cares for you. And you better believe, if you're looking for a long-term relationship, that's like a nice to have when you're sick, when you're in your 30s or 40s. But once you start getting into like 60s, 70s, 80s, it's nice to have that person there. Now, of course, you could always pay for that. You can be single your whole life. You can pay for help. But we are humans. And there's something nice when it's not just someone you're paying. Let's be real for a second. Feels nice when it's actually like a a human being, someone that you respect and admire. Right? All right, let's go to number two. I think we we pretty much hit that one. They become interested in your well being. That's number one. Number two, sacrifice. Let me tell you something about sacrifice, by the way. A little tangent here. I I think you might find this interesting. Sacrifice. Uh, What I believe is the ultimate expression of love. If you go back to, if you look at the Bible, you know, what did Jesus do? By the way, not religious over here, but either way, we know the story. Jesus sacrificed himself, didn't he? If you watch movies, it's a very common theme sacrifice there's some movies that you watch and you think it's a sad ending because the main character dies but whenever i watch a movie where the main character dies of sacrifice which usually that's how he dies like a good person main character from top of my head rarely just dies because they die it's not really a good ending it's like what the fuck right but there's a lot where they die they sacrificed that's the ultimate sacrificing yourself now listen don't worry uh, we're not getting dark here. You don't uh, want someone to literally sacrifice themselves in the dark way, um, but sacrifice their time, their time to be with you, to spend time with you, to help you, to maybe take an interest in your well-being. There are sacrifices in relationships. If you want a relationship, there's a little bit of sacrifice. I don't think there should be much. Something might be unequal there, but there's always going to be some sort of sacrifice. We can even go and say the sacrifice of not being with other men and being with you. Sacrificing usually their time and and potentially their resources, depending on what it is. And I would say if you see sacrifice, damn, that's, that's, that's something. That's pretty powerful. So it'd be really uh, interesting to hear from you guys. If you hear any of these that I'm saying here today, and you have any examples that you've experienced, it'd be good to hear from you. So whether you're watching this live or not, it'd be good to to hear you. Number three, let's go to number three. We're talking about five things women do when they actually love you. Number three, they're not always trying to be right. Man, I've had some situations I was with a woman once for longer than I should have been. We're talking maybe close to four years, one of my longer relationships. And she never apologized to me once. Can you imagine being in a relationship and the woman never apologizes? Obviously, you're in a relationship. She's going to do things wrong. You're going to do things wrong. You're going to be making mistakes and she'll be making mistakes. To have a woman not apologize to you, oh, man, this is like a pet peeve, red flag 10x. So if you're with a woman who's always trying to be right, who can never, you know, ever admit that they, they did something wrong, you're with the wrong person. That's for sure. That's a disaster. Disaster. I was with a a woman once who she would almost, I didn't even know what gaslighting was, but what ended up happening, this is, by the way, this is more in my simp days. I remember I was in a relationship. I'd be frustrated with her over something. I'd bring it up to her, by the way, always in a cool, calm, collected manner, not in some immature drunken rage. Communicate well to her about it. And then she would like start crying and getting upset. And if she starts to cry to almost make you feel bad, she's gaslighted you. Now, if she cries, she cries. People cry when they're stressed out or upset. But if they cry and they don't apologize, and somehow, and I I'm being vulnerable with you guys here, I'll admit, simp mode trip here. There was mo there was times when I would come to her with the frustration, and by the end of the conversation, I was apologizing. You may cringe now. I do when I I even say it out loud. And then I walk away and I go, I literally would go to myself and say, what the, what just happened? (laughs) Like, what just happened? How how could I just, I was the one coming to her because I was upset about something. And I'm apologizing to her. Terrible. So, Again, my point here is we're at number three. If you have a woman where she's not trying to be right all the time and she doesn't have this like crazy self esteem issue and is emotionally mature and can apologize and also just in little arguments, like isn't trying to always be right all the time, and it's this weird battle. Between you and her. Luckily, I've never experienced that one too much. I'm not speaking from experience on that, but I know about it. I've heard about it. I've talked to clients about it. Um, People just I know. Just terrible. Um, I was in my 20s, Mugen. I'm 38 now. Um, What is gaslighting? Okay. Uh, Gaslighting is, in, in, in basic terminology, it's like when someone makes you feel crazy or wrong for feeling the way you feel. It's the best way I can just de- to describe that without pulling an actual definition. But you can also look it up. But yeah, like basically invalidating your feelings in a way. It's a very manipulative action. And so I was gaslighted. Gaslighting is also when you light a fart on fire. Correct. Yes, that's the second definition in Webster's Dictionary. Okay, number three, again, they're trying, they're not trying to be right all the time. So number one, they they are interested in your well-being. Two, sacrifice three, they're not trying to be right. And number four, coming in at number four, They give you space. Okay, there's a few different parts to this. They give you space. So, at face value here, trying to give you space, they don't nag you all the time. They're totally okay and comfortable with you doing things on your own, with you hanging out with friends. They don't need you all the time. We'll say even, I think maybe uh, part of this could be a woman who is needy, but, it, but it's not just a needy woman. There's also women out there who just won't give you your space, whether they're needy or not. So they're not giving you your space. In this category too, they're not trying to fix or change you. I know that's not exactly the same, but to me, it just feels right to categorize and lump these two together. I don't know why, it just feels right. But uh yeah, this is like 4A and 4B. 4B is like they're not trying to turn you into something else. Now it's one thing to be a partner and to encourage you and motivate you and want the best for you, like number one, interested in your well-being. But it's another thing when a woman gets into a relationship and starts to change you. For example, man, this really, this is something, this is not a personal story, but I remember uh, back in the day, I was friends with this couple and he was a total nerd. Okay. But like in the best way, right? Not like this negative way, just like a nerdy dude, like really into Dungeons and Dragons and play with his friends. Just the, just the best guy. And I thought it was so cool, right? It's like, I thought it was really cool that he was into that. More power to him. But I remember his girlfriend would give him shit for it, but in this passive aggressive way, not in this way where she was being like overt about it, where she was like, You're a nerd, you're a loser. Why are you playing Dungeons and Dragons? That would be obviously very bad. But like in this way, just teasing him about it, not thinking it was really cool. And what ended up happening was he stopped playing. And I remember he told me, we were actually all hanging out. It was like a double date. He goes, "Yeah, I don't really play anymore." I was like, "Dude, why? You loved it. It was like his thing. He really enjoyed doing it." He said, "Yeah, I don't know. I just think maybe it's time to like grow up and not do that stuff." Come on, man. Dun- Dungeons and Dr- this not it's not really a game for kids. I mean, kids do play it, but it's like, oh, dude, you just you did that because the girlfriend you were with was not accepting you, and if. If you see a woman who's trying to fix you or change you and not accept you for who you are, they don't love you. No, they have self-esteem issues and they are trying to be with someone who's going to make them feel good about themselves. So that's just really bad. Yeah. He folded. It's just, um, bad. Yeah. Like I still think about that sometimes and I just, Like, oh, guys, let me tell you something right now. Whatever you're into, as long as it's legal, even maybe if it's not, depending on what we're talking about here, um, but for safety reasons, if it's legal and you like it, don't ever let a woman guilt you, make fun of you, or make you feel bad for what it is that you like to do as a hobby or whatever. Like, uh, for example, specifically, we got Mike Denver here. I know you're a big fish fan. Like I'm a big fish head. Like I really listen to a lot of, or I go to a lot of fish concerts. It's like one of my fun things that I like to do. And you know, to, to your average person, it's kind of weird. It's like, Oh, okay. So you like travel around the country sometimes. And just to see a concert and you go for like three to four nights in a row, you go to Mexico and see a band play like what, right? But non-negotiable for me. If my girlfriend, partner, wife, whatever, doesn't like that, peace, hit the road. I know what I like. I'm going to keep doing it. It's what makes me happy. Should be the same for you. Some woman doesn't like that. She can leave. Don't change who you are as a person. Okay? Now I know that seems a little contradictory because when you listen to Trip Advice stuff, I do tell you there are things you have to change. The things you have to change are more so embedded in like your confidence and the way you talk to women and general attraction. But I'm never going to tell you, oh, girls don't like guys who, you know, play Dungeons and Dragons and video games. It's like if you like that, do that, man, and own it. Now it's one thing if you have a hobby like that and it gets in the way of your life and you're playing video games all day long. And I don't know, something happens where you just, you can't meet women and it's like, it's like a problem, but, um, you know, be honest with yourself, whatever it is that you like, whatever it is that you like to do that. That's what makes you, you, that's where it's okay to be yourself. I don't like the advice. Just be yourself. It's like, yeah, well, Being yourself doesn't really work. It doesn't really help build attraction, right? So you have to really understand and decipher between what's the things that you just like to do and have fun and make you, you, and what are the things that are going to help you actually attract more women? All right. So that's number four. This kind of mixture of, you know, they're not trying to change you. They're not trying to fix you. And they give you space when you need it, when you want space. And they respect that. They want you to have that. That's what love is, or part of it, where you are totally cool and okay with giving people, you know, the space uh, that they need to do their own things because we're still independent people. All right, number five. This might be one of the most important. You don't need to do anything fancy or special to have a good time. If you're with a woman. And I said this a lot earlier in the uh, in the live here, where you know there are women out there who will just love you for what you can provide. And while I understand that that is kind of a a small default that is needed, if you guys can just have a good time doing, uh, we'll even go say mundane tasks, you find yourself a good woman. Here's the deal, though. This does not necessarily count in like the first six months because everything's new in the first six months. But I'm talking like you're with someone for at least a year, maybe even maybe a couple years. And you guys don't, you know, you guys can have fun just taking a walk together. You know, what's the cheapest Most mundane thing you could do probably go for a walk or fly a kite. Now, flying a kite could be interesting. You know what? Going for a walk, going to see a a movie, even just going to dinner, nowhere fancy. And you guys are having a good time and she's enjoying your time. And you can tell that's a keeper right there. That woman loves you. Or you just know, and, or you just know that this is, this is a, it's a good relationship. You're with the right woman, you know, <laughs> we are talking about love, but most guys can't even get a number cost said, yeah, man. Well, I got lots of information on how to get a number. So I want to hit all aspects for you guys, because a lot of you guys, when you join my coaching program, when you take the advice from my videos and from my, how to talk to girls podcast. You will be getting numbers. You will be getting dates. So you got to prepare for some of these things. At least have these things in the back of your mind because it can go fast. You get a number, you go on a date. All of a sudden a month goes by, you're like, oh wow, I've been on like five or six dates with this woman. Now maybe you're not looking for these five things, but these are things to be thinking about, right? So really, really take all this in mind. Five things women do when they actually love you. They become interested in your well-being. They sacrifice. They're not always trying to be right. They give you space and they're not trying to fix or change you. And you know that you guys can going to have a good time just doing nothing. I will say this. I've been with Megan now for f- almost five years. I kid you not. There's like a couple things that I look forward to during the week. Get your head out of the gutter. Besides that, but other things. The more, again, mundane things that I look forward to. You know what one of those is? It's exactly what I said a bit ago, taking a walk. I love it. It is a moment to disconnect, to not look at a screen, to be with a human being, which is what I'm urging you guys to do more and more. Just be more with human beings and less on screens, except for when you're you know, watching Trip Advice Live and listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. But I really do look forward to that. It's the best. and The only reason why I do is because I know I can enjoy that with this person. I want you guys to get to that point where going on a walk is something you actually look forward to or fill in the blank here with something that is really not that special or mundane. It's not like, because listen, you're always going to have fun when you go to a fancy meal or a vacation or take a trip wherever you go. All that stuff is always going to be great, and you should do those things. By the way, I'm not saying that your whole, whole relationship should be a bunch of mundane activities and you force yourself to like every moment of it. No, you need variety. And by the way, variety is one of the actual ways that you're going to keep a woman around. In the first six months to a year, variety is embedded. It's inevitable. It's at default because you're always doing something new and exciting. You know, I mean, when you've got a girlfriend, how many times have you guys eaten Chinese food together? But the first time you eat Chinese food, maybe it's just a little bit more interesting. Okay. That's just an example. So my point is, is that it's easy in the beginning of a relationship or a dating scenario where you're you're going through the, uh, having a lot of variety, your first trip together. And the first time you guys have sex here and the, and the first time you guys meet parents and friends and this and that, it's all fun and games, but eventually you get to a point where you've kind of done it all. So you need more variety. You need to have more variety in the relationship. In the bedroom, going on trips, trying new things together. And so that stuff is going to help the relationship grow. But if you can't even take a walk with your partner and enjoy it, and I'm not saying it has to be the most mind-blowing experience ever, but if you can enjoy that, I think you're with the wrong person. Cool, yeah, we'll get some... uh We'll get some questions going. Let's, let's answer them. Let's do it. What advice would you give someone for wanting an abundance mindset? We'll answer that in just a second. You know, guys here who are struggling to get the first date, I understand that you're, you're thinking like, well, trip, great advice. I would love to get to a point where I do have a woman who's showing love for me, but unfortunately, I'm not at that place yet. And I have not been able to figure it out on my own. We have, Coaches on staff ready to work with you one-on-one to help you get out there. To help you with your online dating profile, to help you with approaching women, to help you with building attraction, even to help you be you, right? Still be you. Play your Dungeons and Dragons and your video games, but also be able to attract women that you want to be with and the right ones. And then how to filter for the right ones. All those are very important. We teach you that in the TripAdvice Coaching Program. And we're able to get you to the point where we even get you a girlfriend and hook up with women. I mean, it's like easy at this point. My coaches are fully trained and incredible at what they do. I trust them with uh, working with every client because they get them such amazing results. It's honestly incredible. So if you need help, go to tripadvicecoaching.com, fill out an application, and we can chat with you. We have time slots available for the next. Every, every like three days from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time, we'll chat with you and we'll help you out. So abundance mindset. I get this question a lot. They're really the true answer here. I actually, I talk about abundance in my book. You can get this on Amazon, by the way, if you want. Uh, this book has a section on abundance. But there's one thing that's not in here that I'm going to tell you right now about abundance. Abundance. Someone said, "Go get some chicks." In short, um, but yes, the abundance mindset is a fake it till you make it mindset until you can truly become in abundance. Simple as that. Percy says, "What Tripp, What if she doesn't enjoy walks or mundane activities?" I mean, that's an interesting question. There's probably some sort of mundane activity. Trust me, everyone likes a mundane activity. Well, here you know, here's the thing. Here's the here's the point. It's not about liking mundane activities. It's liking them with you. You know what I'm saying? That's like it's it's the fact that yeah, I can go on a walk and I do enjoy walks. I enjoy walks better when I'm with my partner. When I'm with Megan. Well, not always. I mean, sometimes I want to be alone, but you get the point, right? It's like it's it's about the fact that she she can do things that are not necessarily that exciting, whatever that may be. I'm going on a first date with a girl tomorrow. We're going to dinner. Any ideas on what we should do after? Any idea of what text to send day of to make sure flaking doesn't happen? Okay, cool. So you would text her tonight to make sure that flaking doesn't happen. So you'd confirm tonight and say, hey, see you tomorrow. And then what you should do after the date is, well, you know, depends on how, the, on how the date goes. So you can go to another location or you don't do anything. You just cut it. Also, interesting, Colby, guys, interesting that you would assume that you even want to see her again. Guys, listen to me. Stopping in default desperation mode, please. I don't want you to just assume ever that you want to see this girl again. You should be going in every first date thinking, is she someone that's going to be a good fit for me? Is this someone that I want to actually see again? You don't know that yet. Now, maybe I'm being a little hard on you, Kobe. And you might be thinking, well, like trip, obviously, you know, I just want to see like, if I do like her, what should I do? Um, Nothing. If it makes sense, and something comes up, maybe you bring her back to your place. But I say build the tension more. Don't even bring her to your place until third date where you guys can hang out. And yeah, go for a kiss. Absolutely. Um, no, do not do not sit next to her at dinner. That's weird. I wouldn't even sit next to Megan at dinner. You sit across from them. You know, the only exception is if you guys are sitting at the bar. What are the best free dating apps? I'm on Match and I've had no luck. You know, come on, Mike, we've been through this. You know the dating apps. Guys, don't do free dating apps also. Pay. Listen to my podcast episode coming out on Thursday. Very important, guys. Listen to my podcast on Thursday. I'm going to put a link here. You guys can check out the podcast. Because I I kind of go over this a little bit. I might make a video on this, but I did a whole uh, I did a whole podcast on what I would do today if I wanted to get a girlfriend. Like, what would I do to get to the point where I had a girlfriend? And I go over all the different steps. And one of the steps is I would get on three to five dating apps or sites, and I would pay for all of them, and I would budget to pay for all of them because. You're going to have more opportunity if you do. Oh, I got a woman in the house, Shaz. Sure, we'll answer a female question. I love my man with all my heart, but I hate him going out to festivals on his own because I'm scared he will go off with another for the night. So that's a personal problem. That's a you problem, Shaz. Okay, so what that means, Shaz, is that you have self-esteem issues and trust issues and you need to work on those things on your own. Do not bring those to your man. You know, I think it's okay to within reason, you know, let you, you know, let him know that you like to hear from him like once in the night. But if you really liked him, you would number three that I said today. Sorry, number four, give him a little bit of space. Men just don't default, just like try to hook up with women when they're with a woman that they like, especially in the beginning of a relationship, especially if a man's really happy, they just don't do that. So a lot of it's in your head. Now, let's just say this. Yeah, a lot of of men would not be necessarily going off to be with another woman if he had everything that he needed in his relationship, hands down. Yeah, Ivan, I like that. Even if you have a girlfriend, watch these videos. Keeping your game sharp is a must, for sure. Trip, how do you deal with a woman who has three guys, but she loves all of them, but confused on whom to settle with? Peace. If that girl's not interested in me to the point where she can't even think about other men, why would I settle? Guys, the reason why I tell you that you want to filter for a woman with high interest is because. Who doesn't want a woman who has a high level of interest in you? You're saying to yourself that you're desperate, that you can only be with this woman. So that's bad for your mindset. Terrible mindset to have. Like, you know, you're just just telling yourself that you should just kind of get what you can get. Because if I put, let's say, Kaya Magero, let's say you have two women. Let's say, hypothetically, that woman that you like, version A, likes you and only you, has no eyes for other men. Version 2 is the girl you're in a situation with right now. Who do you want? You want option A. So why are we not going for that option A? Obviously, the hypothetical option A doesn't exist. But the option A, where there's another woman who's so into you, she has to have you, does exist. You just haven't found her yet. Trip, was it hard for you to get out of your comfort zone when you first started dating? Oh yeah, was there something that motivated you with the fear of rejection? Yeah, there was. You know what motivated me to get to get over the fear of Danny? You bring this up every week. You got to start working on this. Like you got to start doing stuff. It's fine that you're bringing it up. I'm not trying to give you crap here, but I notice it. I notice when you're when people are coming with the same problems. It's like I I, I wonder if they're. Just kind of like listening to some advice and going on with their week and then trying to get the same answer again or trying to get a different answer because you're, you're in fear. But what motivated me was I didn't have any other choice. I, I Online dating was not going to be the way I was going to meet women. I could only go out and approach. If you guys remember, in and pre-2012, online dating wasn't popular. Apps didn't were non-existent. So a lot of meeting women was still in person. And I thought, you know what? It can't get any worse than it is now. It's like I've I've might as well I I might as well start talking to women. I might as well, because what else do I have to lose at this point? I'd say that really motivated me. Louis said, been dating for months, and it's deep. I love it. It's deep. All five things are showings. Great. And her birthday is coming up. Should I initiate the conversation? What conversation? There's a lot of different conversations you could be having. Uh, Mike, thanks for the uh, super chat. Appreciate you, man. Really, I do appreciate the super chats, guys. Thank you. Should I cancel plans with friends to make a date work with a girl? No. Nine times out of 10, no. Hang out with your friends. Now, the exception could be you see your friends all the time. It's not a big deal. And you're trying to really prioritize dating right now, which Mike, you might be. I see you in the lives a lot. So you might be prioritizing dating. So if that's the case, you can see your friends a lot. That's like the exception. I think it's totally fine. Just go on the date. But it's like, you don't see your friends a lot. They are way more important than some girl that you could just do another time to do a date. Right. What about sharing one milkshake with two straws? I mean, it's a beautiful question. It is. You know, it's not the 1950s anymore. And I think a lot of women really like um, dairy-free substances. So I'm just going through the questions now. Will everybody do streams where we can call in? Um, Yeah, I might do that. Honestly, a lot of people ruined it. I would do the live streams. People could come in and I'm sitting here You know, I don't have a staff right now doing helping me with lives. I do it myself. So I um, was just filtering for who knows if people were serious and they're just like annoying. Just like I didn't want to deal with it. So they won. They ruined the show. Nah, they didn't ruin the show. But yeah, Um, another first date with a different girl. Feels weird dating multiple girls at once. Dude, women are doing it. It's totally fine. You know, listen, I get that it might be weird to date like three girls at once, where like one's from date four and one's on date six and uh, one's on date seven. Or, you know, I get that. But if we're talking about multiple first dates, come on. It's fine. You might go on a first date. You might have two dates set up Monday, Thursday, both first dates. Monday might be just trash. It might be like, uh, throwaway date. Like, oh, that was terrible. So it's good you have that date on Thursday. You know, again, I think this is up to you. I would say if you start going on dates where it's like, okay, one like girls are starting to get past like fourth or fifth date. Yeah, I get it. You might not be going on a date with a first date, but like, ah, see, I don't know. I kind of go back and forth. I also think that no, I actually take that back. Really honestly, you should be just dating multiple women at once until you're in a relationship. It's more like date like 15. You know, 10 to 15 where you've been seeing this girl for like 2 months. Okay, that makes sense. But you don't you don't understand. You could be going and dating a girl and date 5, date 6, just done. She flakes, she drops off. You're like what happened? And now you're just back at zero, starting all over again. Just you should be just going on first dates. All right, Mike, then you answered your question. If you see your friends all the time, go for the date. What about laying your jacket over a water puddle so she doesn't get her feet wet? You know, that's a great idea. It's exactly what you should do. You should... No, even better. Guys, don't lay your jacket over a puddle puddle so she doesn't get her feet wet. Instead, get in the puddle. So put your, your knees and hands in the puddle. Make sure you get really wet. And then she can step on your back to walk over the puddle. So it takes a little bit longer, but you did a good job, didn't you? When do you have the conversation to define the relationship? Probably around, it's hard to say exactly, but like four to six months. Four to six months because it takes that long to know if she is someone who's going to be relationship material. (laughs) <laughs> Any advice on keeping track of what conversations you've had with different girls? Yeah, maybe you should keep it at three girls max. It could be tough. I don't know. I don't know if I have advice for you. You just got to be smart. You know, I don't know. Take some notes, but <laughs> do you think fear is imaginary because you don't know the outcome? Um, fear is not imaginary. It's fear is real. It's just what you do with it. You know, that's the whole idea what you do with it. So guys, never try to get rid of fear. We're not trying to lose fear. Fear is going to be there no matter what. So no matter what happens, fear is going to be there. So stop trying to avoid fear. Instead, face fear. So how do we go about doing the thing that we need to do even though we know fear is going to be there? Don't be scared of fear. There's a famous saying. Uh, uh, what president said it? Kennedy, maybe. Nothing to fear but fear itself. What does that mean? That means that there's nothing really to be scared of. At least in this case, there might be something to be scared of if you're out there hunting lions and you know you're you're in the ocean and there to be sharks around. Fear makes a little bit more sense there. It doesn't have. Any real, it's not a real good tool or a real good compass as to what's happening and the direction you should be going for your dating life. So I would start with that. Think about that a little bit. Roosevelt said it, right? Ah, Franklin Delano Romanovsky, exactly. A lot of you got, yeah, interesting. Also, the first kiss thing, what if she calls you for sexual harassment? I mean, that's like when you work with someone. You're not, it's very rare that you're going to get called out for sexual harassment when you go on a date with a girl and you go for a kiss, unless you're really not reading the signs and she's like, okay, bye. And you're like, hang on. And you grab her and pull her in for a kiss. Like, don't do that. You know, that's not going to be a smart idea. But don't be too worried about that. You know, if it's a date. If it's at work, it's a different story. Don't bring flowers. Guys, flowers, flowers are like when you've been in a relationship for like a few years. You know, or it's like Valentine's Day or something. Flowers are just like pre-girlfriend. You just don't do that. It's just just, it's not, I don't care if she's traditional or not. The prize should be you. Okay. The prize should be you. At least get into that mindset. Get into the mindset that you are the prize. And not trying to make her happy with flowers and gifts and dinners. The prize is you. Think about that. That's the mentality, my friends. Thanks, Revo. (laughs) John Exler, you're right, man. You said it. Any girl calling you for SH, going in for a kiss is not worth your time. Definitely not. Let's talk topics real quick. Next week I'm going to go live on Wednesday. What would you like me to talk about? And I know you guys don't haven't seen all of my content, but do your best to maybe not say a topic if you know I've talked about it before. You know, if you want to know like how to flirt, get over your fear of rejection, I have tons of videos on that, but maybe something more specific that you'd want me to go over and I'm happy to. Go over that. I mean, I have tons of ideas, Um, but I always like to hear from you guys because I'm here for you. You know what's funny, guys? If you want to talk about female nature, here's the messed up part. You know, is that when a man really shows he loves a woman, God, this is sick, but it's true. I don't know if you guys are ready for this. When a man really shows that he loves a woman that's when she starts to become turned off. There's actually a way to do it. Maybe that's a topic actually. Just a weird one. Sounds funny. How to show a woman you love her. I don't know. Maybe there's another way to to angle that, but yeah, if you show a woman you love her in certain ways, you actually turn her off. Yeah. They hate it. Yeah. Someone said they hate it. They do in a weird way. They do. They do. Once they know they have you, attraction starts to die a little bit, but Daniel, I will continue to do this. I do live streams. It's we're done on Tuesdays though. Tuesdays, we're done here. We are moving to Wednesdays. So next Wednesday, what do you say you meet me here, same time? Yeah, we'll do same time. I like that for now. And then guys, super exciting. I'm really really excited. I'm going to be doing the lot so this live that I'll be doing, I'm going to start doing it with people. I'm going to start to have people live in studio with me, and I'm going to be in a studio, renting a studio out, having a producer, and it's going to be a little bit of a different format. And I'll be answering your questions for sure, but it's going to be a little bit more geared towards super chats at that point, because I'm more going to be talking to the guest, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. That's right, Tony, trip on hump days. Oh, that's cool, John. Okay, so showing intimate feelings without turning them away. Yeah, I'll make a note of that. I'll make a note of that. How to show a girl you like her without turning her off. Basically. Something like that. Cool. Interview Owen Cook. Yeah, that'd be a great idea. That'd be cool. Awesome. All right, you guys rock if you need help, tripadvicecoaching.com. Don't delay. Get a, It's a free call, by the way. We do we do free calls. So if you want a free call with our onboarding team who will talk to you and assess your situation, we give you a dating assessment. It's 100% free. And then that way we can see if coaching is a good fit for you. So it's an assessment to see if coaching would help you. And if it does, Then we can talk about the options. But in order to get that free dating assessment, you go to tripadvicecoaching.com and then you fill out the application form and then you can pick a time to talk to my team and we can help you out. Like I said, coaching will get you more women that you can ever imagine, more attractive women, get you a girlfriend if that's what you want, get you in a rotation of many women and become the most powerful and confident version of yourself that you've ever seen. I see it every day with the guys that we work with. It's super powerful, man. So we'd love to help you. You see the link on the screen? Go there if you need help. Yeah. Thanks, guys. You guys rock. That's right, guys. Jesus does love you. I think. I don't know for sure. I heard somewhere that he does. We'll never know. But we'll find out next week. At 5 p.m. Does Jesus love you? Stay tuned.